Hi, Corey here, welcoming you back to another edition of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. We're going to jump right into our stories, but before I begin, a reminder that if any of these are of interest to you and you would like to read more, you can head on over to blog.lgbthealthlink.org and find links to all of the stories that we're about to discuss today, as well as past editions of the Roundup. So our first story, STI rates face drastic rises. Allure reported on a new CDC report finding that chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis rates have all hit record high levels. The CDC said that some of the reasons for the increases are stigma surrounding STIs and prevention of STIs, as well as budget cuts to sexual health programs across the country. They also note that the higher rates could reflect more testing and more identifying um, of these viruses, especially among young queer men who are becoming increasingly connected to care, largely because uh, folks are going on PrEP and that requires regular STI uh, testing. So it could be a little bit of good news kind of mixed in here um, if that's the case. But since they really don't know, um, I think it's definitely not a good thing that these rates are going up, even if some of it could be attributed to more testing, which that part of it is good. In any case, chlamydia saw a 19% increase since 2014. Gonorrhea saw a 63% increase. And congenital syphilis saw a whopping 185% increase over the past five years. So definitely a big cause for concern. Next up, Health at Stake in Discrimination Cases Move and Advancement Project published an infographic to explain how the Supreme Court's definition of sex-based discrimination, which it will be deciding over the next couple months, could impact LGBT folks. Specifically, they said that half of LGBT folks nationwide could be at risk of losing their jobs because of their identity if the Supreme Court decides that they are not included in the definition of sex-based discrimination. That's because uh, those folks do not live in states that have protections at the state level um, against employment discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. Bloomberg Law also tackled the subject, and they delved into specifically how this could impact LGBT health. So obviously, one area is LGBT folks who lose their jobs because of uh, LGBT-related discrimination would be losing their employer-based health insurance. But they also said that a ruling that did not include LGBT folks under this definition of discrimination could lead some employers to try to rescind coverage um, of health care to same-sex spouses and also reduce health care access for transgender people. So definitely a lot at stake. Um, and both of those reports are very interesting um, to just look at the potential impact that this could have. And our next story, trans care access improves mental health. So speaking of trans-inclusive care and how important that is, Yale University shared a study which found that having gender-affirming surgery was associated with an 80% reduction in the use of mental health services over a 10-year span. Researchers said that the Sweden-based study shows the importance of insurance coverage for gender-affirming surgery and having more transgender-inclusive providers who are knowledgeable enough uh, to be able to provide this kind of care. 
So of course, in, in general, we want people who need mental health care to access that care. Um, but the fact that there was an 80% reduction from folks who uh, were able to receive gender affirming surgery compared to those who were not suggests that they're not needing the care because they're in a better um, state of mental health after receiving the care that they needed. Next up, PrEP concerns for trans and non-binary youth. Researchers found concerns among transgender and gender nonconforming young people with respect to PrEP. While most people included in the studies were aware of PrEP, only one person was currently using it. Many expressed concerns related to things like cost and how it would interact with hormone therapy, indicating that there's some specific um, education, outreach, and services that are needed among trans and gender nonconforming young people who are definitely at risk for HIV transmission and would really stand to benefit from having PrEP access. Next up, transgender cancer survivor shares her story. New York Daily News reported on a trans woman who recently survived a rare form of cancer relating to her breast implants that was discovered after she received a mammogram. Interestingly, she describes wanting to get a mammogram a lot earlier in life and being told incorrectly by doctors that it wouldn't be helpful for her as a trans woman um, because of her implants. So luckily, she continued going to the doctor, sought out a new doctor at a trans-specific healthcare um, program, and they did provide her with the mammogram and found this cancer and were able to treat her for it. So definitely a story with a happy ending, but um, really concerning to think that trans women can be going in for healthcare and asking for the care that they need and being told no by people who don't have the knowledge that they need to to be able to care for them. So she shared her story with the hopes of encouraging more trans folks to go in and get mammograms and also to encourage more providers to be competent on transgender health issues. And in our final story, how HIV united gay and lesbian folks. Time magazine explored how the HIV crisis of the 1980s helped unite gay men and lesbian women with many lesbian women stepping into care for gay and bisexual men who were affected by the HIV outbreak. They uh, also helped to raise money and awareness to fight the epidemic. The author, who is actually uh, the lead plaintiff in a same-sex marriage landmark Supreme Court case, and who passed away but whose uh, book is being published um, after her death, um, she said that before uh, the outbreak of HIV, her group of lesbian friends had very few gay male friends, um, but afterwards they really felt like they were part of the same community. Well, that does it for another week of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. If any of the stories that we have discussed are of interest and you would like to check them out yourself, head on over, as always, to blog.lgbthealthlink.org where you will find our whole library of roundups, including links to all of today's stories. Thanks for listening. I hope that you'll subscribe and listen again next week. Take care.